you and I could go inject Botox faster than we could get our hair license again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that doesn't scary. seem you right. You could paralyze someone's face. That doesn't seem right. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, where we teach you to salon differently. By now, our listeners know that we recommend that salons go cashless. And with Aura Salonware, you can now accept only the payments you want. Aura Salonware is an integrated point of sale that accepts both card present and card not present payments. That means cards can be kept on file and clients can use ExpressPay to get through checkout in seconds. We also coach salons to go gratuity-free. And Aura allows you to hide the gratuity line for those using this method of business. With Aura Salonware, you can future-proof your salon with technology. If you are interested in this type of profit maximization, visit aurasalonware.com slash DTH to receive special discounts and promos. Color inventory doesn't have to be so painful. There's finally a solution, and that solution is SalonScale. We have partnered with SalonScale to make this process more streamlined and simple. The SalonScale app will keep track of all of your color used down to the last drop, and it'll give you a suggested color order list whenever you need it. No more under-ordering and no more over-ordering. Visit salonscale.com DTH and use code DTH10 at checkout for 10% off. I'm really afraid to actually have this conversation, but it's, we've had, you and I have had this conversation for a long time. I want to preface that this is just a, like, again, we're always thinking 20 years in the future. We're always thinking how to future-proof and we're always thinking like what works and what doesn't. And one of the things that we feel gets in the way. And again, some people agree with us and some people don't. And our country has been playing around with the idea of removing this, but it's licensure Mm -hmm. in our industry. And I also want to talk about what it means on a good and bad level to have a license, like in the sense of how we get taken advantage of it for Mm -hmm. education purposes, Mm -hmm. and but it doesn't really benefit us. And also how it can also do good things because, right, it separates out opportunity from those that can afford things and those that can't. I And that's not great either. So I have friends <laughs> in Israel. I have family in Ireland. Denmark. Um, we have friends in Denmark. I have hairstyles in Denmark. <clears throat> and some of the countries, not all of them, but I know Israel, um, you don't have to have a license mm-hmm. to be a hairdresser. And when I first heard this... A lot of Europe as well. Yeah. I, not when, the Israel. Well, when I first heard this, I... You know, Belgium is is one of the places Mm. as well. When I first heard this, I thought, that's such a bad idea. You should definitely have to have a license. I did too. And you should definitely... I was like, how are they functioning without licensure? (laughs) You know? Licensure. (laughs) But I... Yeah, it it freaked me out. Because we're trained, like, you have to do this, you have to put hours in, and you have to take the test and whatever. Well, it's our process, right? We pay a lot of money, go to yeah. school, and sometimes we come out learning a lot, and sometimes we don't get the education Most we pay we for. Don't. I mean, that could happen even outside of our field. And then we study things that really aren't relevant to what we're doing on the day to day Yeah. to pass a test that truly is memorization because honestly, 15 years in my career, I couldn't tell you what I learned in no. the ladies' book outside of what I still do, my lady, outside of what I still do, obviously, like, I still remember all the chemicals that I work with as a colorist and things like that. Um, And I've taken extended education, but I didn't need a license to do the education that really created my career. Exactly. I... To me, a license... And and the fact that you have to have a license for for different states is also just insane with, with a world that's becoming... So global. 
and everybody doing pop-ups pop technically ups illegally. <laughs> yeah, like if I want to go do hair in LA and I live in New York, or if I want to go to Wisconsin, or if I want to go to New Mexico, mm-hmm. whatever I want to go, I technically to work in that state have to have a, li- a license in that state. And people don't. Yeah. And that seems so limiting because it's, I understand state law and that each state decides, but if we could remove licensing for hairdressers, it would create so much more opportunity for people that maybe can't afford to go to school. And there are a lot of them, even though hairdressers have the, the cosmetology route has always been considered a cheap alternative to like college or doing something like that. It's not that cheap anymore. I, I do get, um, even though we have a whole thing about certifications, but like the ones that have to do with things that can protect us, like those kind of things, I... Yeah, like dealing with chemicals and waste and, and yeah, bacteria. And like, like that. you know, we even have like the, the blood transfer, you know, education. Like those things I think are additional education purposes. Like, yeah. but I don't, I... They don't require 2,000 hours of... Yeah, uh, practice where a majority hair. of what you truly learn in your career is when you're working with really good leaders and mentors. My um, partner uh, works in property management, and he was trying to get his real estate license uh, in New York. I think he did. Sorry, Josh. I don't. I don't know if he has it or not. <laughs> um, but when I found out that he only had to do like 43 hours of of education, yeah, and then like a test, I was like. And he has the oppor- and he has the opportunity to make so much money. Yeah. In comparison to me, I was like, that is also another level of like the licensing thing is just kind of keeping our industry limited. Yeah. And if you remove it, there's there are benefits to removing it. One, I can work anywhere in the United States, which me which gives me a lot of opportunity uh, as a human in a in the 21st century who might need to move at some point. Um, an opportunity to start over anywhere, mm-hmm. an opportunity to use my trade wherever I go. Um, and I'm not saying that maybe if I go to a different state, I might have to take a test on something, but I shouldn't have to put in hours on roller sets. That happens sometimes, yeah. Okay, so... It's, it's insulting. It's very insulting. So the other thing is we pay taxes for some... We we pay for the state board, right? Yeah. We have to pay to keep our license it's a business. active. And it's a business. It's a business. One of my students was like, you know, it's like you're selling, it's like your gov- the government's taking your rights to work and then selling them back to you. Yep. And I have to be honest, when you think about this process, a lot of licensing started to make sure that people of color could not well, go into the business. That's what I was talking about, affordability. Like right. uh, so many people can't go to hair school because it's just they they can't even get you know loans or they, or they can't... get a loan and they're in debt. Yeah, and exactly. They, and if and, and this is any education, and this any just... hairdresser out there knows <laughs> if you get a loan and then you're you, we don't grow our our book that fast Mm-mm. enough to keep up. And the and minute you graduate, off. they are on it. They're like, pay me, right? And Pretty sure I deferred mine for a couple of years before I could ever start paying. Exactly. And I know there are other programs where, like, if you do vo- vocational school and things yeah, like that, yeah. it's great, but still you're paying. But the license is unnecessary. It does not protect you the way that you think it does. And if anything, now, well, I mean, if a client hated you enough, they could come after your license and ruin your career. Right. I mean, an ex, an ex could do that. 
pretending to be, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? But like, they can come after you with, uh, with or without a license. Yeah, exactly. And, the, and I think Yelp, people think Google. that the license does something for them. Mm-hmm. It only does something for you because the government has said that you need one. Mm-hmm. But if the government... You can't work without it. It has to be posted. Right. The long gets fine. The only reason you can get sued is because you're required to have it. Exactly. So you're also caught in this catch-22. Versus other countries, there is... So we did a whole episode on apprenticeship programs. And obviously in our... Like in America, like we are like... They're too long. You're You're setting them up in a way for a country that does not have licensure. Right. So it's like, what are we... Why do I have to go to school to get my license to go then pay someone else to learn extensions? Yeah. Versus uh, how, going a, and working in a business yeah. and that business deciding to invest in you because you have the drive, desire, and eventually skill level to work. And sometimes that... You mean like that, how trades were started? Yeah. And sometimes that <laughs> might mean that you are not really truly uh, working behind the chair for like two years, but that or is Or whatever both of education. you decide. Yeah, it's up to the business. And there are really natural hairdressers out there. Mm-hmm. There are people doing hair on their children. There are people... Already. Already. There, the black community has been doing their own hair because of the lack of knowledge mm-hmm. that is being given to... Again, back their to the ladies' book. counterparts. <laughs> and so what? We're going to... Are they not allowed to do hair at home? Are we not allowed to do hair? Like... Yeah. What the heck is going on that you have to now have a license to do the thing that you were already doing naturally within your own home? Yeah, within your community. And within your community. We are proud to introduce you to Hair Story. Hair Story is known for their clean and safe ingredients, but did you know that they have one of the best affiliate programs on the market? You can earn 25% on all sales when your clients use your custom Hair Story link. Plus, receive money on your purchases made by hairdressers you refer. For clients, they will receive 15% off their first purchase using your link. Need back bar? No problem. As a Hair Story Pro, you will unlock generous back bar pricing. Ready to try new wash for free? Visit hairstory.com slash DTH to get pro access today. When you boil down licensure as far as you possibly can, it, it does become racial. That's why I said like it's a business too. Like, and that's, I really truly think, I think the hardest part is and we talk about this all the time, like hairdressers spend so much money on advanced education out of their own pocket. And it's like, I get um, having advanced education and extending education, but some of this... Well, that actually makes sense. Yes, but the trends are moving so quickly that you have to invest so much to stay on top of it so that you don't get behind that school didn't provide. And then you're going to a school that costs buku's amounts for a trade, you know, and it's like, why aren't we just having... There's going to be... We talked about this. There's going to be a generate. This will eventually happen. I'm. Well, it's already being talked about being removal, removed and states. everybody's freaking yeah. out. But I think it's so <laughs> great because people are like, well, what, then anyone can do hair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they technically can now. But they're like, but then they can charge less. Yes. And, the, like- <laughs> and the ones that are good can charge even more. more. When, you, uh, when you take away a license and you allow more masses to enter the, work, the, the workplace of, or the, the industry, then you're, then you're going to have an even bigger divide of people who are good and people who are bad or people who are worth going to and people that are not worth going to. You're going to or have a, people that are in your price point and people that are not. Exactly. People like in, it is now, but... People in higher price points, people in lower price points. But what it'll actually do is allow hairdressers to charge that, that are investing in themselves mm-hmm. and that are really good artists to charge astronomical amounts that we as hairdressers are so afraid to already charge. Yeah. But when you limit the amount of people that can go in, 
you limit the playing field, you're not actually making it easier. You're limiting the whole industry. And so removing licensing would bring a lot of benefit because I guess I've just never heard anyone go, thank God I got a license. Yeah. If anything, I'm And again, like, it's terrifying. Like to think about it like... Do you know how hard it was when I moved from Michigan, I had a license and I had to move to Florida and I didn't transfer to Florida. So I had to figure out a way to get hours to get my Florida license. Then I moved to New York City, had to, which was less hours, but they wanted proof that I worked. At, I mean, uh, yeah. it was I, so I worked ridiculous. from Florida to Washington, D.C. So I had a dual license. I had to get an educational license in D.C. Then when I moved to New York City, I had to because there was no transfer, I had to then get my Florida license transferred to North Carolina so then I can transfer it to New York because Florida wouldn't transfer to New York. And it was like, what? Just so that I could have have the job that I was already doing. Exactly. It, and again, we're not saying that we shouldn't have to... There are pros and cons. We, that we shouldn't have to More take cons. tests or, or that we shouldn't have to pass certain things in regards to bacteria, sanitation. Yeah. All of the, that's different. The, yes, we should be tested on those things, but licensing, I'm just, I, I see so, I see other countries that don't have it and it's such a benefit and it's, it's an amazing thing. But America, when America, we're so, we love red tape and we love the bureaucracy, even though we hate it, mm-hmm. right? But we love having it there. And we like having that little piece of paper that says, yeah. I did, I, I am allowed to do this, mm-hmm. but that piece of paper really doesn't do much. You're still doing it no matter what. Right. Or you still be, would be doing it. I used to work all the time without a license I in different did states. too. I also, before I even went to hair school, I was cutting all my friends' hair. Yeah, it's... And they were paying me. Exactly. <laughs> that was my side gig. Exactly. And this is an, this is an industry that could solve some poverty issues. Mm-hmm. If Because give, it's such a profitable industry. Exactly. And so you add a license, all you've done is add a barrier of people who can't participate mm-hmm. in, an art, we, in an art form. We say that we are... Um, can you imagine painters... We're trying to be inclusive. Can you imagine being a professional painter and they're like, well, you don't have a license. Yeah. Look so, at tattoo artist. Yeah. There are... You don't have to have a license to be a makeup artist. Yeah. But... There's so much bacteria. I know. <laughs> you're, you're literally in someone's face. Yeah. In all their little orifices. <laughs> I even think there's some medical professions out there that it takes less time. Oh, I think to I, get you and I could go inject Botox faster than we could get our hair license mm-hmm. again. Yeah, and that doesn't scary. seem you right. You could paralyze someone's face. That doesn't seem right. Yeah, I love all of our Botox injectors, <laughs> but I'd rather them have a license before I do. Same, <laughs> but there, I think they do have to have some sort of like yeah, nursing yeah, qualification. I, there's got to be something, but but I really, you know, this topic is really sensitive to a lot of people, but it's it's not meant to. It's sensitive to us too because I I don't really know what it would look like, but I know that it's just not working the way it is. Yeah. And and I think it could be a great thing if we can make it a great thing. Imagine a world where there was no license for hairdressers and we could build our careers in any country. We could travel anywhere in the world and without fear of, I'm going to get in trouble by the board, by my own board Mm -hmm. that I pay to give me the license to then micromanage where and when and how I work. You know, sanitation should come and check if the if like a like they should come and check if the building like is a safe. Like a, yeah, but the like a board. And I gotta be honest, the the boards aren't very good. Mm-mm. If anyone's ever tried to deal with state board, it's it's very behind. It's not very fast. 
<laughs> I think it's one person just just trying to manage it all. <laughs> it's just one one person just sitting there like approved, not approved. I don't know. Like I don't know what. Boop, a bump, bed. Yeah, like with a stamp. But I I do think that the pros of removing licensing do outweigh the cons of removing. Not that it's perfect if we remove it, but I do think there are just more benefits to to removing it completely. I remember we were still working for Aveda, I think, when legislation was, they were attempting Mm -hmm. to remove licenses. They're still talking about it. It's still a thing. But everybody's throwing a fit. But again, back to what you said. But I remember them, I remember Aveda... Not someone, looking at the bigger picture. Not Aveda themselves, but someone at Aveda came in and like tried. To, they were like, "We all need to sign this paper. We all need to sign um, that we want to keep it. That we want to keep our license." And that, and I remember thinking, now, "Well, I remember thinking, yeah, of course we do. Like that's so crazy." But now I'm like, "Well, if you remove licenses, then you remove schools." Yeah. So of course the school wants, which is schools are a business. Exactly. But the thing is, the schools could charge because they could charge more. Exactly. You could have schools that charge less. You could have schools that charge more. You could have people, you could have no schools at all. There, there's, there's Salons could then become more profitable because they could actually create a true brand yeah. of of a hair technique that is ventured out, which salons are already doing that. I mean, so many salons- To get have, your license, you have to go to Aveda, Paul Mitchell, vot- vocational school. What else? I mean, there's bigger brands have other schools like there's Vidal Sassoon. And, but those are those are usually continuing ed, no? Yeah, and then a lot of like smaller schools or there's state schools or there's options in high school. That's what I mean, like the vocab. But yeah, yeah, it's they are kind of getting monopolized. They are. Of like, well, brands are picking them up and creating. But that's the thing. It's like salons could be the brand that does that, right? Like a small business could do that. It gives it gives hairdressers more option to choose the career they want and how they go about it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be scary. And I feel bad for that when we do remove licenses one day, that one year, the people that just paid, you know, $10,000, $20,000, and then the next year it's free. Yeah, there's going to be one year where it's going to piss people off, but I Something's promise it'll give. be better. Yeah. I wonder what the feedback will be on this episode. Because we, we, we do get a lot of it. I can see from the peanut gallery, we have an audience today and um, they're twitching with anxiety from this conversation. I think it's going to open a conversation that we're willing to have because we are also scared of it, but also like, like we said, something's going to give, something's going to change. So let's change it together. It would be so, I, do you know what we could do at Destroy the Hairdresser if there was no licensing? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. You cannot do a fixed commission if you're not going to give the stylist the freedom and responsibility of managing their own price point. Mm-hmm.